0: hey there everybody welcome to another episode of rj's pit stop as we're breaking down the first ever night race at martinsville just went off about an hour ago i think something like that and congratulations congratulations to martinsville congratulations to nascar and congratulations to everybody involved it worked i don't know how it couldn't have worked um Martinsville always puts on a good show anyway, so why not run it at night? Why not turn the lights, or put some lights up, turn the lights on, run the race at night, see what you get. I thought it was outstanding racing. We saw two and three wide more so tonight than probably any race I've ever seen at Martinsville. I thought it was a great product. They did the right thing. Uh it's 2020. So Talladega, I'm looking at you. Indianapolis, I'm looking at you. We need lights. Where are the lights at? Put lights up at the racetrack. It's 2020. Every racetrack on NASCAR's schedule should have lights. To me, there's no excuse for it. Don't tell me it's too expensive when you're charging people crazy money for tickets and charging people crazy money for hot dogs and for parking and for everything else, and you can't find the money to put lights up in your track. Don't hand me that. Talladega, Indy, I'm looking at y'all. Where are the lights at? We had a situation a few years ago at Talladega. Uh, I believe it was the year... What was it? Probably about 2013-ish. It was when David Reagan won uh, driving for Front Row Racing. And the end of that race, I mean, it was basically dark. I mean, people were complaining that they couldn't see. Put lights up. What, what do you have to lose if it rains and you have to dry the track? You can push the start time back if you have lights. You can run that day still and not have to waste another day and a half. Same with Indianapolis. Especially especially a venue like Indianapolis, you host the Indy 500. That's one of the biggest sporting events in the world. What happens if it rains that morning? Now you're having to maybe cancel the Indy 500 or run it on Monday? You're not going to run an Indy 500 on a Monday. No, just push the start time back. It ends under, if it ends under the lights, it ends under the lights, whatever who cares? You don't ruin your day and your schedule just because you're too cheap to put lights at your track. So congratulations to Martinsville. I'm glad you guys did it. This has been a long time coming. Martinsville is a perfect place to have a night race and uh, I think we're going to see one maybe every year from now on from here on out because it was great. Uh, Martin Truex dominated the last part of the race, went out there, got his second grandfather clock. It's about time. We knew it was coming. Uh, if, if you've been watching these videos, you knew. Gibbs is, Gibbs is going to wake up eventually, which actually the other three cars were completely off the pace, and I'm not sure if any one of them finished on the lead lap. Uh, but the main thing is Truex goes out there and gets the dub. Uh, you're not going to keep them down for long. Truex is a championship contender every single year for a reason. Tonight he showed why. He had a pit road penalty, came back through the field, took the lead, won the race, and ran away with it. I think he won by over four seconds over my boy Ryan Blaney, who also came back uh, from having problems on pit road. Seemed like a lot of people had problems on pit road. Bubba Wallace, I know they had a mechanical issue on pit road. I think Brad Keselowski had some issues. See, everybody. It looked like everybody tonight had some kind of problem, but that's short track racing. Every, it's not going to be smooth. That's the way it goes. I like it. So it's 2020. Every track needs lights. Martin Truex went out there and dusted them. Jimmy Johnson, though, he finally won a stage. Only the third stage he's ever won. First one this year, obviously. I've been saying it. I'm gonna keep saying. I'm gonna keep saying it every single video. Hendrick Motorsports is back they are finally running to the standard that we think hendrick motorsports should run at Uh, for most of the race today all four cars were in the top 10 i didn't even write down the finishing order they might have all finished in the top 10 great day across the board for all four william Byron was kind of up and down the other three cars great day top 10 all day jimmy johnson gets that stage win Getting some points. I believe he moved up into the top 12 in points today, which means he's going to draw pills in the first group of cars for next week, or actually this upcoming Sunday. Maybe he'll get a better starting spot for Homestead. Uh, Yeah, good job for Jimmy Johnson, though. Great day. Michael McDowell and Corey LaJoy. Great day for these guys. These guys are usually not running in the top 10 They're probably not used to running door-to-door with Joey Logano over Brad Keselowski, but today they were up there with him, and good for them. And I know LaJoy, they had that deal where they didn't pit and they stayed out and he kind of got shuffled back, but hey, at least you're up there. If you keep following the leader, you're just going to stay behind him, so why not do something different, right? I'm all for it. I love it. I loved his paint scheme, by the way, with his face, but it had the mask. Great. I love it. Love that. Um... Bubba Wallace. Huge day for him. Uh, before the race and of course during the race. Great day for him. This is, by you know, his own words, his favorite track. It's definitely his best track. This guy, if he ever does win a cup series race, it's prob it could happen at Daytona or Talladega because those are such a crapshoot. But if it's not one of the restrictor plate tracks, it's going to be Martinsville. Because he just flat knows how to get around it. That's why he's won a couple truck races there. The guy runs well every time they go there, I feel like. So, a good day for Bubba. It started early. Um, A couple days ago, he made the comment that NASCAR needed to ban Confederate flags from the racetrack. Nobody should feel uncomfortable when they go to a race. And not an hour and a half, maybe two hours before the race started. NASCAR announced that they have banned Confederate flags at all events from here on out. Um, for some reason, that's a news story, and that was like a headline, and ESPN thinks it's important. Uh, who cares? What is... What, I mean, really. What does it matter? What, the Confederate flag has nothing to do with NASCAR. Um, it is strictly just a Southern pride thing. Um, I know there are some people that view it a little differently. Not going to get into all that. Um, It has nothing to do with NASCAR. If NASCAR wants to ban it and they don't want it at their racetrack, okay, cool. Who cares? It's not going to affect the races. It's not going to affect me. It's not going to affect you. It's not going to affect anybody. When you go to a racetrack, you're just not going to see a Confederate flag. Big deal. Uh, I do think, though, if NASCAR wants to be proactive and wants to actually be serious about this because um, I'm not exactly sure how they're going to enforce it. Um, how about this? When Aaron Hernandez was arrested for murder, the New England Patriots did a thing where if you had an Aaron Hernandez jersey, you could come turn it in, and they will give you a jersey of any player you wanted on the Patriots. NASCAR, What? how about that? If you want to eliminate Confederate flags at your racetrack, collect them up. Collect all the Confederate flags, give them a free flag of whoever their favorite driver is. Chase Elliott, Ryan Blaney, Bubba Wallace. Uh, If they own a Confederate flag, their favorite driver is probably not Bubba Wallace, but you never know. Um, Jimmy Johnson, you know, whoever. Give Give them a flag of their favorite driver. Do something like that. That'd be interesting. And that'd be a good way to, you know, entice people to really follow the rules and give them up. Or you can just ban them, whatever. However you want to do it. I don't care. Again, who cares? It has nothing to do with the races. It's not going to affect the product we see on the track. It's a non story to me, but in today's world, it's a story. So, that wasn't the only thing having to do with uh, race relations and pe- things outside of the race. Before the race, there were tweets from LeBron James, Alvin Kamara, Jamal Adams. Richard Sherman and even Bernice King, uh, Martin Luther King, Martin Luther King Jr.'s daughter, uh, that were about NASCAR. I'm sorry, but I've been a NASCAR fan for 24 years, and I have always felt like we didn't get the respect that some of these other big-time major sports leagues got. Everybody knows the NFL, everybody knows the MLB, the NBA. I feel like even the NHL gets way more publicity than NASCAR. This past week, whether it's for the right reason or not, and whether you agree with the changes being made or not, you cannot deny NASCAR stock has gone through the roof. And I'm here for it. I really don't care, honestly. The Confederate flag deal, I don't care. If Bubba Wallace wants to run a Black Lives Matter car, Cool. Good for him. If it's something that he's passionate about, I'm a big fan of Bubba Wallace. Whatever he wants to do, and if it's something that he's passionate about, good for him. I, I you know, cool. But NASCAR's stock has gone through the roof. Let me tell you, LeBron James, I'm sorry, ESPN puts out a list every year of the most popular athletes in the world. And I'm pretty sure LeBron finishes third every year behind Ronaldo and Messi. When the third most popular athlete in the entire world is tweeting to his, what, 40 million followers or whatever about NASCAR, I'm here for it. Sign me up. I don't always agree with LeBron James when it comes to politics. I could care less. If he's gonna tweet about NASCAR, I'm here for it. I love it. There were so many extra eyes and so many new eyes on the sport tonight which was kind of evident if you listen to Mike Joy broadcasting the race. There were a few times where it sounded like he was explaining uh, to people that didn't really know much about the sport. Because I think they knew. I think Fox knew. I think Mike Joy knew. There were going to be a lot of eyes on the sport tonight that maybe haven't been on the sport ever, even. Um, so, good job for them, though. Good job with all that. Mike Joy did a great job tonight. But, yeah, I'm just... Come on. I mean, the daughter of Martin Luther King tweeting NASCAR, that's... Huh, wow. That's all, that, put that under things you thought you'd never see. 2020's been insane, but Martin Luther King's daughter tweeting about NASCAR might be at the top of my list. That is insane. But LeBron James, when the third most popular athlete in the entire world is tweeting about NASCAR, and it's something good, by the way. It's not something bad like tearing down NASCAR. It's something good. Sign me up. I love the extra publicity that NASCAR is getting. Another thing I've got here. It has been evident since NASCAR's comeback, it's been a few weeks now, they've had no practice, they've had no qualifying. The races have been 10 times better. Every race has been good. A couple days ago in Atlanta, uh, yeah. But every other race has been good. The product on the track has been great. And I personally think it might have something to do with no practice, no qualifying. We don't know who's good. We don't know who's fast. We don't know anything. We don't, the, whole, the first stage of the race, everybody's just kind of out there feeling the cars out. We don't know what we got. We don't know what this guy's got. We don't know who's fast. I love it. I think it is so unpredictable. I think it's so great. This sport, I'll love it till the day I die, but it does get stale at some point. Um, I mean, take last year, Martin Truex, Kyle Busch, and Denny Hamlin won everything there was to win, and if it wasn't them, it was probably Harvick, Logano, or Keselowski, and at some point, it just gets stale, and I'm still gonna watch because that's it's me. It's in my blood. But at some point it gets stale. These last six, seven, eight races, I don't even know how many we've had now, have been anything but stale. They've been amazing. And I think, although it's not ideal, I think NASCAR should look at this and realize that inadvertently the coronavirus has actually made for better racing. I think they should take this, and I think they should run with it. I think they should keep this moving forward. I think for the rest of the year, and I say for the next couple years, and maybe even make it permanent, no practice, no qualifying, Load them up, take them off the truck, put them on the grid, fire them up, let's see what you got. If you want to have a one-hour practice session, I'm fine with that. You have to start at the back of the pack. How about that? Because now you have an advantage over the rest of the field where you have a better idea of what this track is and what your car is and stuff like that. Let's do something interesting like that. Because I'm sorry, when the best cars start up front, what's, what, how do you think the inferior cars are going to come through the field and pass those cars? It's not going to happen. So at least with the, the way we have it right now, with the pill draw to start to, for the starting spots, no practice, no qualifying, we don't know. The best car in the race might start 13th, and now all of a sudden he's got to drive up through the field, get around other people. Well, homie that won the first stage, he's riding high. He thinks everything's good, but the homie that... Fell 12 spots in that first stage. Now they've got to make changes. They might fix their car up. Now they're just as good as that car that started 13th. We have a legitimate race now where there's multiple guys that can win this. You have no idea who's going to win. Tonight at Martinsville, there was like probably four or five, maybe even six guys that could have won that race. Truex was really good. Keselowski was really good. Logano was really good. Blaney was really good. Jimmy looked like he was going to run away with it there for a little bit. Chase Elliott stayed top five all night. I mean, there were so many different guys that could have won. And I just don't think that we've seen that the last few years. So the no practice and the no qualifying, I love it. Another thing it's done, though, it has created parity. And like I mentioned, a sport that has gone stale at points This has been anything but stale. We now actually have legitimate parity, and I get that. You know, Martin Truex won today, and before that it was Barry Keselowski. The elites are still winning the races, but at least there's parity in the top five, the top ten, the top twelve. You're getting guys that maybe aren't used to running that well every week. Now all of a sudden they're running good. You've got guys getting top 10s that I would have never expected to have a top 10. And I think it's great. NASCAR supposedly was going to be introducing a new car next year. The Generation 8 or whatever the hell it is now. I don't even know. That car is an absolute nightmare, by the way. That is a joke. I think the idea should be completely scrapped. Uh, I think the goal was they wanted more parity. Uh, because it's a baseline car that you can't really do anything to that car is Stupid expensive you're not cutting costs for the teams You're actually making it worse and all you're gonna do is put a lot of workers out of business Because they're not allowed to work on the cars anymore now you just buy the chassis You put a body on it and you take it to the track. That's garbage. That's not NASCAR. That's not na- That's not how NASCAR was built so here here NASCAR Take this idea from me, and I'll only take like a 10% cut, okay? Scrap this whole new car deal. Get, get rid of it. That is garbage. We don't need it. It's unnecessary. They've tested the car. William Byron almost got hurt in it because he knocked the wall down. The car's not safe yet. You don't know anything about the car. It's stupid expensive. It's going to put a lot of workers out of business. How about this, Okay. This arrow package that y'all introduced last year has leveled the playing field, I mean, perfect, just about. You still have the elites that are going to be up front, but you're still going to have the elites up front with the new car. So keep the arrow package. No qualifying, no practice. You can get a one-hour practice session if you want, but you have to start at the back. And let's just do this. There is parity. And if you don't believe me, Look at the scholar I am. I took notes, okay? Since we have come back from the break, the first Darlington race, Tyler Reddick finished 7th, and John Hunter Nemechek finished ninth. Didn't see that coming. The second Darlington race, how about Matt DiBenedetto ninth, Christopher Bell coming home 11th? These are not guys that you would see up there. The Coke 600, Chris Buescher finished 10th, Cole Custer 12th, the second Charlotte race, Ricky Stenhouse fourth, Austin Dillon eighth. Come on. You know how I feel about Austin Dillon. Bristol, Bubba Wallace getting a top ten. Ryan Priest running twelfth. Bubba's good at short tracks, so maybe you could see that, but still. Tonight at Martinsville, Bubba finished 11th. It's a great track for him. Chris Busher, 13th. Michael McDowell 14th. McDowell ran top ten for most of the night. We have real parody For the first time in in maybe ever, honestly. I don't know, other than Daytona and Talladega, NASCAR's not a sport where you see a ton of parity. With no practice, no qualifying, and the current aero package, we actually have legitimate parity. Let's not try to screw this up, NASCAR. We don't need that new car. We don't need the team spending more money. We don't need the team's... Firing fabricators and body men and all these other people because there's nothing you can do to the new car Scrap the idea take the loss. I know you have an ego and you don't want to do it Just do it anyway because it's for the better of the sport Last thing I'm gonna say here this weekend. We got homestead. There's gonna be fans in the stands Congratulations to NASCAR being the very first sport in America to allow fans back at their events your sports not. Uh, allowing fans can't relate we are a thousand service members will be in attendance at homestead and then five thousand fans will be in attendance the following weekend at talladega after that we've got a bunch of races up north where some of the guidelines are a little different i don't know what those crowds are going to look like uh but we're getting back to normal here guys it's it's coming it's been long enough we're getting there um but yeah shout out martin truex dominating today good for him Good for Bubba. You've had a hell of a week. A hell of a day today, specifically. Um, let's go to Homestead. There's going to be fans there. I don't know exactly how they're going to space it out. It's only 1,000 people. You could give everybody their own section around that place, but whatever. We'll see. Um, so, yeah. That was RJ's Pit Stop. Oh, yeah.